Did you know that I thought that was ta- Taco Suina? Taco Suiner? I thought for a long time, and then I, I forgot who said it to me. They're like, no, 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 it's Taco San Wiener, means Mr. Octopus Wiener. <laughs> I didn't know that. Mr. Octopus Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Small Talk Kagoshima. On this podcast, we talk about all things Japan and Kagoshima in English. My name is Michi, and this is my co- my new co-host. For the time being. For now. For now, yes. Mr. My, Hayato. My name is Hayato. Hi. Now, if you guys didn't watch the podcast last week, Natsuki's out on maternity leave. She got a baby. And so Hayato is going to be replacing her for the time, for now. Just, yeah, for now. For yes. now. And uh, he was on the show last week. He did a great job. Thank you. Are you ready for this week? I'm ready. Bring it. Are you nervous? Mm, I'm okay. I mean, I just—it's just very awkward. I'm sitting here, and I was actually behind the camera the whole time. This, all the other episodes, and I was doing the sound stuff and. No, actually, I'm going to be honest, guys. Like, I could see him from here, and there were times where he would just fall asleep. <laughs> I'm like, Hayato's asleep. Because, like, I mean, you work a lot. You're a pretty uh, busy guy. No, it's not even that. I think it's your voice. My voice? It's like, um, you know how baby fall asleep? With music, it's like that. You and Natsuki's voices make you very sleepy. soothing and, <laughs> and like. I don't know if you're complimenting me right now or. Oh uh, no, I am because you put the headphones on. It's yeah. like I can hear you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird sometimes, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's he's uh, has a, actually has a pretty difficult job because. I am so loud. Like, I am oh, just yeah. so loud. And Natsuki is just normal volume. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's, like, turning me down the whole show. It's like, I'm pretty loud. Yeah, you're peaking all the time. <laughs> Even, like, normal speaking voice, you're... Yeah, I'm you're, a pretty loud person. You're, you're loud. Uh, whenever, we, like, at, when we work, uh, we, were, we were also teachers, and we also have uh, kids in our school. And if there's ever a time where we need to get all of their attention, like, immediately, it's always my job, because I'm the loudest person in the whole school. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gunfire. It, I, am, I am very loud. And uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but people often give me microphones, so I guess it's... It, well, I mean, you know... It works. You're doing you're doing this podcast. And yeah, it, it's you know it's perfect. And also earlier this month, I was a uh, I was doing MC for the uh, jazz festival, which is really interesting. Oh yeah, Mis- mixing English and Japanese and stuff like that. So it's, it's you know people give me microphones and I I'm just loud. Yeah, but you more know, so than that, I want to talk about something else. Do you see this? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Moyashi. So Moya, I bought this in Tokyo. You buy my, my t-shirt <laughs> says moyashi on it and moyashi is the japanese word for uh bean sprout yes that's right now i don't know why this t-shirt has this written on there i have no idea why but the reason why i bought it is because my mom used to call me moyashi chan <laughs> <laughs> because in high school i was well i'm pretty white look at compared compared to hayato i'm really really white 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like you go outside, you go surfing and stuff. I, I, I don't go outside. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very pale, very white. And then uh, in high school, I was really skinny and I'm tall. So my mom thought I looked like a, a bean sprout. sprout. Oh, so see. she always called me. She'd always tell me like, I'd be like, I wake up in the morning and walk around the house in like my underwear. And she, she would say to me like, <laughs> which is like little bean sprout what are you gonna do today uh yeah be, people actually call people who are um i don't know not so manly like kind of you know you're you're hurting my feelings you're hurting I'm, my feelings. I'm not saying you but it's but a, it, there's it's a, it's a term that people actually call other people like Bean sprout. Mostly men, and it's also it's usually like like weakling. Yeah, or, like weakling, and you know. So my mom always called, and but you usually just call them moyashi. But she so call me moyashi chan. Okay, so that's a little different, which is I guess. cute. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a nickname when you were younger? Gaiji. Gaiji. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Wait, either. wait, wait. Because okay, Hayato was born in Japan. Uh, he's a quarter Caucasian, but mostly Japanese. But the people call you Gaiji, which means foreigner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now I look like like a burnt sausage. Like, <laughs> but like back then, I was like white skin. You, you look know, like me, right? Yeah, with brown hair. Now it's like. I don't know. It's, it's black. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I went to this guy's parents' house, and there's the cutest photo of him. Like, I think he used to play hockey or something. Basketball. Oh, basketball. <laughs> and it's like this basketball picture. And I was like, it's like when he's like, I don't know, junior high school or something like that. He's an innocent little boy. I don't know what he, how, what. Yeah, but I, mean, <laughs> I think what your fear mixed. You kind of change over time, don't don't you think? Don't you feel? Okay, that? so me, I had this color hair when I was a kid, but all of it. Now it's just fake blonde. It's fake. Oh yeah, it's fake, dude, dude, two tone. <laughs> but when I was a kid, when I was born, I had like like white blonde hair until I hit puberty. Mm-hmm. Shishunki. Yeah, and, and then I I hit puberty, and then like it turned to ash brown. It, yeah, it changes, right? Yeah, you, you change. Yeah, Josh, yeah, our producer here, he's uh, he's, he's nodding. Half. Yeah, he's half Japanese, half white. When he was a kid, yeah, blonde hair. You can oh, put wow. that on the podcast. That that photo of you. Dude, you, that's not you. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, like, dude, when you mix the Japanese and the white, the white loses. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just the the Japanese is just too strong. Like, eventually, it gets you. Yeah, especially like the hair color, it changes. Mine was like light brown. Um, I was looking very cute. I was probably like the cutest baby in Japan. But Dude, like now I'm like, I don't know. When when I saw your your photo at your parents' house, I thought you were very cute. I don't know what happened to you. I mean, you grew up or something. The so, eye color, they don't change. So look, here's me when I was a kid, blonde hair. Wow. Look at that. Wow. We're going to put these on screen. Look at that. Look at that. Blonde. Yeah, yeah. And here's a weird thing. Like, since I am, we're quarter, right? So your daughter, she's not fully Japanese. She is 12.5% Caucasian. Yeah. She kind of doesn't look 100% Japanese. She doesn't look Japanese. She does look a little Something mixed. mixed. Yeah, but... I think she'll change over time. But we're all going to be mutts eventually. We're all going to be just mixed together. That's true. 
So we're just starting now. <laughs> well, I mean, like even me, like I like I say I'm 75% Caucasian. I don't know where that comes from. Somewhere in uh, Europe. Yeah. I have no idea. You, your last name? Stableson. So it's probably English. English. But the English are mixed with the French and who knows? Uh, Vikings. I don't know. My family name, uh, actually my father's side, family name Boyd. Boyd. And I looked it up in Google. It's um, It's Scottish. So you're Scottish? I'm Scottish. <laughs> Dude, you know what we should do? We should do the 21 and me. I think that's what it's called. The DNA test. 23 oh, yeah. and me. I want to do that. It'll probably like, it gives you a map of the world where you're from. That's cool. What if yours is like all Africa? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Now it's time for the news talk se- section. In this section, we choose a Japanese news topic and we talk about it in English. Remember, if you guys have any opinions about anything we talk about, leave us a comment or write us on Twitter at Kago Talk, message our Facebook page, Small Talk Kagoshima, or become our line friend with the information on screen. Today's news topic comes from Reddit. Do you know what Reddit is? Yes, I love it. Reddit is this uh, news cat picture everything website like it just has everything on it and users can upload like links and photos and whatever and share with other people and then if people like it they vote they vote and so it goes up and up on the list and so it's everything i mean it's i think it's like the internet's like fifth largest website or something r-e-d-d-i-t reddit Reddit reddit.com So this is actually from user K4K4SHI. So I guess that's Kakashi. I don't know. Probably read as Kakashi. Somebody wrote that for me. Okay. Uh, So this is actually a really cool. This is from the uh, Data is Beautiful subreddit. And it's kind of complicated. But what this is is a graph. And it talks about the types of vending machines Mm. that are in Japan. Okay. So, first of all, a uh, vending mach- machine is a jido hanbaiki, right? Jido hanbaiki. Or jihanki. Jihanki. And Japan is famous for their really, really easy to use, never broken, very convenient vending machines. Yeah, everywhere. Hayato, where, what kind of vending machines do you use? What do you buy from a vending machine? Um, before convenience store kind of boomed yeah like before like family you can say family mart 7-eleven lawson before all the convenience store kind of like were everywhere but nowadays you go to convenience store you buy stuff you know they sell everything so you don't and it's a little bit cheaper than uh vending machines so Mm. but before that i used to just get some ice cream from vending machine ice cream yeah get some beer yeah, you know what? That's a weird thing. I, in America, you cannot sell cigarettes and beer from mm. a vending machine. It's illegal because you need someone to check your ID. Yeah. But now in Japan, uh, beer, there's no check. Yeah. But uh, cigarettes, there's taspo. There's a taspo, yeah. Which is like a card. It's like unlocks the machine. Machine. Yeah. So you can buy cigarettes. But, you know, these days, I don't really see cigarette vending machines anymore. No, because you, you go to a convenience store. A convenience store is, like, every, like, 
couple hundred yeah, feet. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. So uh, now I did for uh, a news uh, report. I did not news report, but a television show. Uh, there's a crepe vending machine here in Kagoshima. Oh yeah, I've I've never tried it, but yeah, I've I've seen it. Like it is, it's 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 crazy. It's like this little glass jar has mm-hmm. a crepe in it, and it comes out. You remove the crepe, you eat it, and you put the glass jar back in this little box. And some people come from all over Japan to 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 eat this crepe vending machine z- crepe, and they'll leave the owner like little notes and letters and put it in the little jar and put it back in the box. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was either episode three or four. Uh, William. I think oh, yeah, that's right. submitted that as his favorite part of Japan. So it's actually in one of our previous shows. There's also ramen vending machines. There's ramen. There's like soup. They, they actually have like curry and rice too. They have everything. Yeah, it's crazy. The, there, there's even an ice cream one where it like puts the cone out and then like, like puts the ice cream on top of the cone and then drops down for you. It's crazy. It's got everything. Anyway, this data, it shows what kind of vending machines there are in Japan. So there is 2.1 million soft drink vending machines. Wow. How, how is that? That's like, Ichiman, Juman, Seman, Niseman, Dai. Is that how we say that? 2.1 million vending Niseman machines. Niseman Dai. Vending machines for soft drinks in Japan. Wow. And like, it's so many for drinks. And then like 100, wait, 126,900. So that's like 127,000. So that's like, what is that? It's a Juman San, Ju San Man Dai. God, I hate doing numbers in Japanese. Ju San Man Dai is for milk. Milk. 130,000 milk. Really? Vending machines in Japan. I don't think I've. Well, maybe. Is that popular? 22,900. So is that? Is for alcohol. I believe that. Oh, yeah. There, but more than alcohol, there's instant ramen and frozen foods. Is 72,000. Is for instant ramen and frozen oh. food. I mean, it's it's now it's more about the I feel like it's entertainment more like it's like you're curious, you're curious about how this food is going to taste and you buy it. It's not like, oh, I, I, I forgot to buy my dinner today. I think I'll go run to the but, vending machine. But in like the bigger it. cities, though, like in Tokyo and stuff like that, I mean, like if it's conveniently located at a, uh, a uh, train station. You just uh, buy it and eat it. That's true. Because they're guess, all busy. I guess when you're like drinking and after drinks, when you're when you want to eat something on your way instantly, home, yeah, like, get some of that. Can you ramen. imagine getting like ramen from a vending machine and like eating it on the train? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Though. Now let's keep going. There's more. Okay, so sixty-six thousand nine hundred. So about seven sixty-seven thousand. So what is that? Eto roku ma is for money and change. So like you go to like a laundry mm-hmm. and you put in your thousand yen and the little oh, change comes oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. So that that's 66,900 of that. And then 
miscellaneous coin lockers, lending machines, etc. So like coin lock, they include uh-huh. coin lockers as a vending machine. That's like what is this? I forgot. Ichiman, jiman, hyakuman. So hyakuman dai. So one million, one million coin lockers and lending machines and stuff. And then train tickets. Now this is really interesting. Train ticket machines are only like like twenty thousand. It says. I don't believe that. No, there's ah, but you know what? It might be true because no one uses tickets anymore. Ah, the the Suica. The, the little ca- card scanner thing. Yeah, but you know we don't even use cards anymore. We just use our phone. Ah, uh, okay. Dude, when I was in Tokyo, Osaka, Fukuoka, you just you just take your phone and go beep, and then you just go, like oh. people who are like putting in tickets into the machine. They're like people are like, oh, you're annoying. Get out of the way, because like everybody beep 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 beep. It's like, yeah, I guess in the big cities, it's but it's coming to Kagoshima. You can use Suica on the JR line here, and you can use it on Nanshu Taxi. Here's a free commercial for you guys. Nanshu Taxi lets you scan your your cell phone and pay. Really? That's why I always use Nanshu. I love you guys. You can do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy world. But what's really funny about this? I love you, Nanshu. But what's really funny is like no one uses it. So like I'm always like. Suica de haraitai ndesu kido. And the, like, the driver's always like, what do I do? <laughs> There's like a little, like a system. And they're like, and I'm like, uh, press that button. Now that button. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the taxis here in Japan? You, do you take a lot of taxis, Hayato? No, sometimes. But I'm a driver myself. Uh, I'm not a taxi driver. I'm, I'm, you drive. I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen. I drive, I drive, but I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't want to bad mouth, but they are not good drivers. The taxi, uh, taxi drivers. Taxi drivers. They're they're probably like the worst drivers. I think that's true for every country. The taxi drivers are always the most aggressive. Yeah, it's. Mm. But never have I felt more in danger than when I was in Korea in Seoul. And I got in a taxi, and the dude was speeding, breaking the law, and like, you know, Gundam style. Gundam, Gundam. Is it Gundam style? What's it? Gundam style. Gundam. Gundam style. Gun. Gun. Whatever. Gundam. You know that song? Yeah. Dude, that was his ringtone on his phone. It's like uh, my Gundam style. It's like started coming off his phone. He's just like picking, He's just like driving like this, like talking on the phone. I'm like, I'm gonna die. This guy's gonna kill me. <laughs> And this guy was kind of like a fat dude who kind of looked like whatever that dude's the Gundam style's name. Sai. Sai. Kind of looked like him. It was weird. I don't recommend taxis in Seoul. In Korea. Uh, but, the, but the train system in Seoul was really good. I like that. But, the, but here's one good thing about the, 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 the tra- taxis in Seoul. It was cheap. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah, it was like a couple bucks. It was really cheap. Okay. So you drive? I drive, yes. It's uncommon for people to drive in Japan, isn't it? What do you mean? Like the you're like I think most people watching this show their like image of Japan is like c- public transportation. Ah, uh, yeah, in the big cities, yeah. But here in Kagoshima, if you don't have a car, it's kind of. I mean, you can get around to places. Kagoshima's but, more rural. Yeah, you need a car to get around. I think. So now I'm using the Times car share system. Uh-huh. It's crazy. You open up the app, you reserve a car that's like near you. Any there's all they're all over the city. Oh really? You just like put in the time and then you walk up to the car and you use a little card that's in your wallet 
to unlock the car and like the keys to the car inside it. Oh, uh, okay. And you just drive it wherever you want to go. Oh, that's cool. You don't even put gas in it. Really? And then you drive it back to the parking spot and you scan your car, it locks, it's done. And then it just charges you. Wow, that's cool. It's really cool. That's cool. Thanks, Times. <laughs> and one thing, Uber, I, I thought that was a pretty good... Uh, There's no Uber here. Yeah, I went to Vietnam and... I was just Uber, Ubering around everywhere. It was, it was For pretty cool. you guys that don't know, Uber is uh, like a taxi, but like normal people drive. It was like an app. Right? Yeah. But what I really want to come to Kagoshima is Uber Eats. That's, Uber Eats, yeah. That's where like the driver goes to your favorite restaurant and gets food and brings it to your house. Yeah, Uber Eats. There's one in, in Tokyo, right? They, I think Tokyo or Fukuoka or something like that, but we don't have it here in Kagoshima yet. I want that. Um, speaking of vending machines, do you use vending machines? Like, I try not to. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like anything I buy from a vending machine is probably better somewhere else. Like, if you buy a can of coffee, mm-hmm. like, I would just rather get a real coffee from somewhere. Yeah, it's like, um, it's a culture thing where um, in Japanese, especially men, like we just go vending machine, buy one of those uh, small can black coffee, yeah, for like hundred yen, and we just drink that between work and you know break time. It's like I don't know, it's a culture culture thing. So my my image of like most uh, like sales people, like like salesmen, is like every chance they had a little break. They go get their black coffee and they smoke their cigarettes like three in like one little break. Yeah. And then they like go back to work and they're all stressed out all day. (laughs) It's like, that's my image. But but I think I still want to congratulate Japan. You guys have the best vending machines. Like they never break. American vending machines, you put your money in, you'd be lucky if it even knows you put money in it. It's like they aren't very good. I don't like American vending machines. We don't even use them. We use gas stations, I think, for everything. Oh, yeah. You don't you don't use convenience convenience store. Yeah, because like the gas station convenience store is the same thing. Like it's together. So Yeah. And now it's time for you guys to tell us your favorite piece of Japan. Film or take photos of yourself doing whatever it is you love in Japan and tell us about it in English. And we might mention you in the show. Let's go to to today's submission. All right, today's submission comes in from Facebook, our Facebook page, Small Talk Kagoshima. It goes, yo, how's it going? My name is Mike, and I want to show you the coolest place I went to in Japan. Everyone knows Mount Fuji, but if you are going to see Mount Fuji, you should check out Shiraito, Shiraito Falls. They are close to Mount Fuji, and the view is amazing. I guess we have a picture of this. Oh, wow. Wow. That is cool. Is it near Mount Fuji? Wow. Yeah, that's what Mr. Mike says. That is cool. That's cool. Hayata, do you have you ever been have you ever climbed Mount Fuji before? No, I never got near it. The mountain. I never <laughs> so, you know, like I never I never I've never seen it. Have you wait wait, have you ever been to Shizuoka? No, never. Like, I've been to Tokyo, Kyushu, Tokyo, but never. i never been to Hokkaido. I, I, I'm but when you went to Tokyo, did you see Mount Fuji? No, I didn't. So you've just never seen it before with I've, ne- I've never seen it before. Wow. So, I mean, I'm a bit sh- ashamed 
because I'm Japanese and I've never seen Mount Fuji, so. But I would like to go and. Well, visit. you know, people think of Japan as being this small country, but the distance between Kagoshima and Tokyo is very far. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty far. So, I mean, if you take an airplane, it's like two hours, so it's not that far. But if you train or drive, dude, drive will take like two or three days. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's and it's you know inconvenient to go there and stuff like that. I mean, like we, but we're lucky because we have the Shinkansen, the bullet train, mm. finally comes here from uh, you know up north and everything. So yep. that's cool. We're the last stop, by the way. Oh yeah, we're the last stop. stop by the, yeah, come on. Yeah, you could fall asleep and then you'll wake up and then you'll be the the train Kagoshima. conductor will be like, "Sumimasen, okite kudasai, Kagoshima da yo," and then you'll be yeah. fine. It'll be nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, you've been to... I went to Shizuoka Fuji. for television. Uh, we did a three-day report on... Uh, because there's the Fuji Dream Line or something like that. It's an air, uh, airplane between here and Shizuoka. Oh, okay. But the weird thing is, is when I went to Shizuoka, it reminded me of like Kagoshima because they got green tea farms everywhere. Hmm. It's it's a country. It's countryside, it's yeah. Countryside. And, uh, and I saw Mount Fuji, which was really... Uh, it's just... It hurts your brain when you look. It's so big. I mean, it's 3,000 meters. We have Sakurajima here in Kagoshima. It's like 1,000 meters. Fuji is three times the size. Wow. Actually, maybe Sakurajima is taller than that. I'm not sure, but it's huge. And it, just, it makes your, you just go, wow, this is so big. You can't process it. But I, mean, I haven't climbed it yet. I do want to climb it. That, that would be cool. I, yeah. I mean, I think there's like a different uh, angles that you can look at from. Well, no, it's actually Fuji is pretty... It looks almost the same from all the different ways that you look at it. It's Sakurajima that has the different faces. It's got ah, every every direction you look at it, it changes. So, uh, but they keep saying that Mount Fuji might become active again. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. I would like to climb it before it starts booming. Act- yeah, because <laughs> we can't climb Sakurajima because that's a very active volcano. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever climbed Kaimon Dake, Mount Ka- Kaimon? No. Really? No. It looks like a small, we call it the uh, Satsuma Fuji or Fuji of Satsuma or something like that. Satsuma Fuji? Fuji of Satsuma? Yeah, like Satsuma no Fuji-san or something like that. But you should climb, it's it's like 1,000 meters, it's very small, and it looks like an anthill, like a perfect little anthill, you can climb it. I, I, I like, I'm, I, I don't, I don't mind climbing, but you have to come back, right? Yeah. Oh, that's hard work. <laughs> uh, but actually, it's not an easy climb. Uh, Fuji and Kaimondake. Mount Fuji is actually a pretty... You can get altitude sickness. We were talking about this with Natsuki before. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a difficult climb. Ooh. I think, Hayato, I think you're more of an ocean person than a... Yeah. It's um, less bugs and... Yeah. Do you like, you like climbing? I, I enjoy outdoor. I don't get a lot of time to do it, but I enjoy it. Like Kirishima, uh, hiking in Kirishima and stuff like that. There's also uh, the waterfall, not the waterfall, it's the gorge in uh, the Osumi side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all these rocks. It's like a river and there's like a waterfall at the end of it. I forgot the name of it. Something gorge. Gorge. Yeah. It's on the Osumi side. It's crazy cool. That's what the uh, Mike's uh, picture reminded me of. 
Yeah, the Mike's picture really reminded me of the gorge on the Osumi side. I forgot the name of it, but I'll I'll think of it eventually. Anyway, thank you, Mike. And remember, guys, if you guys want to submit your favorite place in Japan, take some photos or video of you doing whatever it is you love to do in Japan and send them to us on our Twitter, at Kagotalk, message our Facebook page, Small Talk Kagoshima, or become our line friend with the information you see on the screen as he's pointing down to it. And now it's time for Hayato Teaches Mitch. In this segment... Hayato teaches me something about Japan, Japanese culture, or Japanese language. All right, Hayato, what do you got for me? Okay, um, so it's September. Mm-hmm. And usually in Japan, September, we have uh, this thing called the Sports Day. Ah. The uh, a- a- athletic, athletic Day. Yeah, well, I think in America we'd call it like, like Field Day or Sports Day or something like that. In America, we, you guys... We did. I don't know if you did, but we did. It's not like in Japan, though. Because in Japan, we are ready to compete. Well, no, we like, were too. Like, our classes would go against each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe just you had a weird school. You guys had weird schools. I had a good school, guys. Really? Yeah, dude. It was like the, the whole school was shut down. And, like, we had tug of war and, like, running and all that stuff. Were you in army or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, what about sports? Um, so in Japan, we have sports day, usually around September. Some schools may when it's not, not too hot, not too um, cold. So in Japan, we, uh, we practice really hard mm-hmm. for this event. Uh, mommy, daddy, grandpa, grandma, they all come and cheer their kids. Um, of course, you have a running race. It's, it's, like, um, it's like entertainment. Yeah for people to come and watch basically and kids practice really hard and um so my daughter just had her sports day she's in she's in kindergarten, kindergarten. she's in, she's two years old so she's in like pre-kindergarten yeah, like pre preschool, preschool. Yeah, yeah. so uh, she practiced for it, and she just had her sports day. So it's um, I don't know. It's a it's a Japanese culture thing. Well, I would say that the Japanese do it in a very unique way because, like, when we did it, like, it's just like big sports outside stuff. But like in Japan, it's a whole family. Yeah, mom makes bento, like the bento lunchbox, and then like it's kind of like like a what do you call it? Like a Jiman Koto. It's like they they make the most gorgeous looking bento you've ever seen in your entire life. And they only do this once a year. Okay. The, the moms don't make this every day. They use only the one time. And so they can like show off to the other family. It's like, oh, yeah. look what we made. Yeah. It's yeah. look, 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 look. Because the moms are up like four or five o'clock. Yeah. That it's day, day making start. it. And then also you have to go and get your spot because there's going to be a lot of families. You have to go to the school. You have a blue sheet. <laughs> plastic gotta, sheet, put yeah, it down. Yeah, plastic sheet. You got to put it down. You got to get your spot. and Claim your spot. Yeah. So uh, my, I actually had a, a student a long time ago named Sumi. Hi, Miss Sumi. She was, I think she's like, I don't want to call her a job, but she's a grandma. And I have this, I'll try to find it for the podcast, but I have this picture of her showing me on a piece of paper she had mapped out her bento really yeah she like designed the bento on a piece of paper wow she's like i'm gonna make this for my grandchildren i was just like 
you put way more thought into that than I've ever put into anything in my entire life. That is crazy. And she was so happy to show me the paper. Wow. That is a good bento right there. <laughs> Pre-plan and everything. Uh, Hayato, what did your mom make for you on your sports days when you were younger? Um, so I would say the basic bento uh, is the fried chicken, karaage. Yeah, fried, fried chicken, chicken. Japanese fried chicken. Taco-san wiener. Octopus wiener. So that's a wiener that you cut and fry it, and the legs curl up. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. Did you know that I thought that was taco suina? Taco suina? I thought for a long time, and then I I forgot who said it to me. They're like, no, no, no. It's taco san wiener means Mr. Octopus wiener. (laughs) I didn't know that. Mr. Octopus wiener. (laughs) Yeah. So that... That's what it means, man. Rice balls. We got lots of rice balls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I never really liked Sports Day because it's uh, it's very... Hot. Hot and it's very group-oriented. You know, like so everybody Japanese. has to... You know, everyone has to do this. And, Same thing, yeah. And I hated the pistol. Like, psh, I, I hated it. So I would use to cover my left ear like this. <laughs> and then... Psh, so I never got first place because of that. Because of this. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh my god! <laughs> it's true. We traded Natsuki for Hayato, everyone. Yeah, I hated those pistol things. <laughs> uh, my best uh, sports day experience was in the uh, countryside because uh, now they're like strict with all the rules and everything. But in the countryside, like you can drink. The dads oh, yeah. get all the dads get all yeah. drunk and stuff. They're like, "Go, son, run!" <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because um, they have sports day, and then sometimes the parents have to run yeah. as well. Yeah, and they're like ready to run. They they dressed up in like this running clothes. It's like, like it's like, like their like, chance. Yeah, you know headband right? and everything. They're like, mm. and then they usually those those people usually they they fall. They they. <laughs> They trip or something. And well, you because know, because the 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 fields are designed for kids. Yeah, right? it's not for adults, and it's it's embarrassing, but it's it's fun. It's it's cool. How'd your daughter do? Did she do her best? Yeah, she tried. Man, we've been training her for a long time. <laughs> you been training her since she was a, a little baby. Well, she's she's, she's baby. literally like this size. She's like two years old. She's yeah, like she's she's tough. She's man. one she's, meter tall. She's fast. Not even that. She's pretty fast. All right. That has been uh, Hayato Teaches Mitch about Japanese Sports Day. Thank you, Hayato. Thank you for listening. (laughs) All right. This is almost the end of our show. But since it's the end of the month, we're going to visit Josh's food blog. So let's do it. Let's do it. It's called Kagoshima Eats. All right. Uh, Ooh. Where did you go? Ah, Spesso? Okay, so I've actually been here. This place is really good. So here, here's a picture. Spesso mm. is an Italian restaurant here in Kagoshima. And uh, the Pizza Yolo, which means the pizza maker, is a guy named Marco. And uh, he, is, he worked at one of the, the biggest, most, not biggest, the most popular, one of the most popular pizzerias in Europe before coming to Kagoshima because his wife is from Kagoshima. That's right. Yeah. 
And so he's here, and uh, they have. Uh, I think these pictures are of lunch, Josh. These are lunch. You can you go there for around a thousand yen. You can get lunch, uh, drink, and salad, and it's like full on personal pizza because in Italy, a pizza is not a shared thing. You eat the pizza all to yourself. One pizza, one person. That's how they eat it, and they don't eat it with forks. I think Trump. President Trump, then he eat a pizza with fork. I don't know. Maybe it was Romney or something. All right. Now, uh, Josh gave this five stars. The first one. Wow. It's not the first one. Uh, okay. We say uh, about a thousand yen per person for lunch, and the English speak, uh, the staff speak English and Italian. So if you're Italian and you want some real Italian food in Kagoshima, spesso. I like how he make pizza too. Yeah, you can watch him make pizza. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Marco's actually a really cool guy. I like him. He's a good guy. Hi, Marco. Hope you're watching the show. All right. Thank you very much, Josh, for the update on Kagoshima Eats. If you guys want to subscribe to Kagoshima Eats, pick it, uh, ch- uh, check it out on Instagram, Kagoshima underscore Eats. Uh, it's actually really popular. I think it's more popular than this podcast. It's really, it's got a lot of followers. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's been our show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Hayato's second show, how do you feel? Um, I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me again. I hope next week you come with some more fun stories about, you know, Japanese stuff. And Oh, yeah, definitely. We can, we can have more good times together. We should do a show where we just start drinking shochu at the beginning of the show and just see where it goes. Yeah, like after 30 minutes, it's like... <laughs> we'll be like, let's go! <laughs> Anyway, if you guys enjoyed today's show, hit that like button, share us with your friends, and subscribe to never miss an episode. We do this podcast because we love it. We love you guys, and we love Kagoshima. We love Japan. So, seriously, guys, please like, share, and subscribe. Also, give us a comment in the comment section below. Thanks so much, and see you guys next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Small Talk Kagoshima. Small Talk Kagoshima is recorded in Kagoshima at Story Studios. This week's episode stars Michi and Hayato. The audio mixing is done by Hayato and is produced by me, Josh, and is executive produced by Michi. This program is brought to you in part by Quantize, Mu FM, Sengayen, and Harada Gakuen. Special thank you to everyone who submitted questions, videos, and pictures. You can submit to our Twitter, at Kagotalk, or our Facebook page, Small Talk Kagoshima. Or you can add us online by searching Kagotalk. If you enjoyed listening to the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thank you and see you next week.